0: promotional consideration for growing greater philadelphia provided by citizens bank and the general building contractors association this is the growing greater philadelphia podcast bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the growing greater philadelphia radio program now here's matt Cabry. talk a little bit about your background you mentioned you're from pittsburgh and you went to lehigh and um you know, like many of us, love is what brought you to greater Philadelphia, it sounds like. Uh, it, it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've, I, I had a degree in civil engineering at Lehigh, so I ended up in construction. Well, I ended up working for U.S. Steel, coming out of school in Pittsburgh when steel was big, uh, you know, moved into Philadelphia after having enough years in engineering to come into construction in Philadelphia, and have been here since. Started working at Shoemaker in Conshohocken and phase that into some private development and I've been at Clemens for 10 years now. So I've always been doing work in project management and in the last five years I've been in estimating and running estimating for Clemens construction. So in the client world I'm kind of on the front end now and doing the we're doing a lot of negotiated work where we're in three months, six months, a year or two years ahead of a project and helping people Find sites, find the right size, scale of project, how to, you know, massage the end product and the cost of the product and get
0: the thing built. We're in the business of building. And it sounds like you're. Pretty much a full service operation. It's not just building. It's you are referencing site selection almost or site. Specking. Well,
1: we help we help people early on. Somebody will, Somebody called me today and said we got and we tend to know a lot of properties around here. So someone will describe something and I'll say, well, wait, is that at the corner of this and this? And you know, we know a lot of people and know a lot of things. So we'll help them decide if it's feasible. Some projects are feasible.
0: Some aren't. Uh, some sellers are willing and some sellers aren't. I want to come back to Clemens. I know you mentioned you've been there about a decade. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Clemens and, and when it was founded and how it kind of grew into the success that it is today. Clemens has
1: been in business for 38 years. It started by Jim Clemens as a carpentry company. So Steve Poppert owns it and runs it now. And Steve got in and if we were founded, I think, in 79, maybe in 1990, Steve got in and we started expanding the kind of work we're doing, we were doing a lot of tenant fit-out work through the 90s and, and 80s. And in the 2000s, as we got into the 2000s, we started doing more apartments. So we've expanded and done in 15 years over 3,000 apartments, You know, renovated. Sometimes we'll renovate a building two or three times, You know, come back in 10 years and we'll do it again. So that right now we're probably putting in place about $280 million in work in this year and probably bottomed down in 2008 at 25 or 22 million, you know, and 18 employees and now we're 50. So we tend to be kind of hands-on builders. We don't pride ourselves in being... No offense to paper pushers, but we're not you know, pure construction managers. We like to be builders. So we've got 270 carpenters on our payroll
0: right now. Wow. You're on site and so, uh, sleeves rolled up. Yep. Sleeves rolled
1: up, and that's kind of what we're known for as builders. And as you said, when you walk around town, it's hard to not run into a Clemens sign, and we kind of like it that way.
0: How about the culture? Uh, What makes Clemens unique and and kind of different uh, compared to other organizations that do similar kinds of work?
1: You know, we started as a small company, and we've always had the work ethic and direction to be creative and help people and you know solve problems you know we're, we're a small company doing big projects right now so we're very you know you, you get the big boss you know coming to owners meetings and things like that a lot of the other regionals and national and international companies you don't get the levels of management dirt you know oversight you do on a clemens job so we're kind of a, we're a very creative company very fairly young staff very you know we have a lot we actually have fun in this business I was talking about our drone use. We kind of use our drone to promote things when we're topping off or use it for investigation or put music to our videos and put them on our YouTube channel. So yeah, we have we have fun in the business, and we do a good job, and everybody's happy, and they keep using us.
0: That's a good model. Uh, I do want to hear more about drone use, but before we get there, I want to hear more about, um, I guess I call it your footprint. Um You know, I see the Clemens signs around greater Philadelphia. I see them a lot in the city of Philadelphia. But do you have a defined footprint for this community? Are you um, in the 11 counties? Do you go into other states as well? We are doing probably 90% of our work in
1: in Center City and University City of Philadelphia. We're doing work up into Lawrenceville and up into North Jersey right now. Uh, You know, our farthest job is 105 miles away, doing some senior living. For uh, repeat customers, so we'll we'll go out of town. We've done PNC Banks in King of Prussia and down into Virginia, so we kind of go where our clients go.
0: Makes good sense. And um,
1: but most of our but most of our work were you know bus rides, subway stops, or, or walking away from the office. It's it's all um, right now. We've got jobs down into Southwest Philadelphia, University of Sciences, up to Christo Rey in North Philadelphia. So.
0: And in that spirit, and it could be a recent job or it could be one over your your decade of uh, of uh, engagement with the Clemens team, is there a, a project or two that stands out for you as one that you're really proud of or that causes you and the team to say, wow, that was a really special opportunity we had to work on that particular project?
1: Well, we're doing a lot of new or big things right now, but sometimes it's the small ones that catch your eye. We're doing some renovations at 15 South 11th Street, so that it's a small five-story office building that we just did that houses the yard, which is a co-working space, and just restored the facade and restored all the windows to it. So you get a little jewel box of something that's been sitting there for 25 years. Very underutilized. The Hale building's about two blocks away, and it's you'd have to look at it. It's like a castle, so we're we're putting the castle back together and making it useful for new co-working spaces. So those are those are unique projects that the you know the quality of what you're doing is important. Everybody is just kind of amazed when they look at the end product. From a customer standpoint, one of the more interesting jobs we're doing right now is Cristo Ray High School. Mm-hmm. Cristo Rey is a private high school on North Broad Street right now. So they wanted to do a new facility, and they're very adept at fundraising. So what they found was they found a property in the middle of North Philadelphia on Allegheny that's got about five acres of property, which is unique for any one landholder to put that together. So they are able to kind of over the next maybe even 10 years build a campus there where they're going to build They're renovating existing building. We're doing an addition to it. We downsize the addition based on the amount of funding they could find. So they're now in the process of raising new money. So the more interesting part of it is kind of their mission, where their students are interning one day a week, sitting in classrooms four days a week. So they're kind of going through constant training through high school in the corporate world. So could be Comcast, Select Greater Philadelphia, Clemens, you know, any number of companies. They have a lot of partner companies that are constantly taking interns, and it's teaching everybody kind of a school ethic that gets them all 98 or 100% go to college. So it's a lot of inner city kids that wouldn't normally uh, hit that track, and it's a very good mission from that standpoint.
0: Yeah, what I know about Crystal Ray and your description of it is really great, where they're they're taking a novel, creative approach to how they're teaching kids, uh, not only in the classroom, but Life lessons, uh, workplace lessons, and and how to handle themselves in the real world, and it sounds like that's a good fit for for Clemens as well. It is, you know, we're
1: we're kind of a mission oriented company, and it, it's we'll we'll tend to align our goals with the goals of the customer. I mean that's a that's a great example of it. So we help them. Their original plan, you know, cost thirty or thirty-two million dollars. We figured out a way to spend twenty-four million dollars and get them a new school. So we'll go through a process where we'll vet all alternatives along the way. And in this case, we we downsized. We made adjustments to the type of systems and things that we're getting. And then they're they're allowing themselves. their are very good. From a fundraising standpoint, so they can stage it. So once everybody sees the, the new school coming, they're more willing to write a check to give me give me a lacrosse
0: field. Right. They see that vision. I, I want to come back to the Hale uh, building and uh, the 15 South 11th Street you mentioned. And where I'm going with this is um, older. East Coast cities have a lot of historic buildings, and it sounds like the Clemens team has developed an expertise in the preservation component of refurbishing and remodeling. Is that fair?
1: Yes. So, what happens over time is we've got a pool of masonry subcontractors, window contractors that kind of know the details, they know the ins and outs of the historic commission, the park service. You know, we've got, we're, we're doing it for developers, too. So developers are choosy on what they want to spend their money on. But a lot of these jobs are going in, and through the process were tax credit jobs that are put through the ringer to kind of recreate. Some of the Hale Building interiors are getting recreated. So the Park Service will have a picture looking down the hallway, and we've got to recreate that because the the building itself sat 25 years and all that old fabric kind of disappeared so you know the philadelphia's got loads of loads of that fabric that we and we've all kind of always been involved in historic
0: work and it's a great fit for clemens and i like how it balances with what we were talking about uh, previously which is the kind of the new technology so the expertise in preserving and refurbishing um existing and historic buildings complement it with new technology like um, incorporating drone use in order to help you and your team be more successful if you could talk a little bit about that that would be that would be really interesting
1: yeah we we started our first drone flight might have been four or five years ago you know give me a different view of the job than a stationary webcam we've kind of moved on in five years to evolution of a you know a second generation drone performance wise camera wise and we've kind of gotten past the hurdle of, you know, will the guy piloting the drone get arrested or not? So we've gotten past that with a license, and and Dave Jarina does that for us. And, and we'll do topping off events, we'll do, but we're using it more now for investigation. Christo Ray, we couldn't get on the roof. Christo, you know, we zoom in on the elevator machine room decide what the condition is of it, 1704 Walnut, we got somebody who owns a lot of real estate on Walnut Street, and you can't safely get up to see some of these areas, and they're very hard to get to. So we can carefully get up there, get a video, Ultimately, the evolution is the boring investigation videos. Don't get music, but the topping out parties get a good get a good tune put to them.
0: So. Yeah, right, right. And I love that 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 a drone can be used for what I would call entertainment type purposes. But you're also adapting it for practical purposes. Yeah. to allow you to do your job better. Yeah. and
1: I've got I've got consultants. Once the consultants see that, they're like, "Wait a minute, when, you know, I need two hours on Friday. Can you come look at something?" With you know, we've we've done some laser surveys of buildings and i think there are different ways of doing that and we've you know we're using digital technology all the time in estimating you know go to meetings and it's it's kind of an electronic world these days you know on my end i'm in pre-construction so we're constantly bombarding people with emails and addendums and pdfs and and 3d models of buildings it's an electronic world so we're most of our buildings are being drawn in 3d now so we're trying to figure out You know how to put the ductwork in and the piping so misses the steel and ideally a lot of that's done before we get involved but sometimes we have to fix all that as we go
0: yeah and I I love the aspect of um, you know and it ties in very nicely with the Clemens story which is providing solutions and being creative and the use of a drone uh, does just that and when you are working with a partner or a, a another contractor or an architect who sees that and says hey we could use that as well. Can you come, you know, do the same thing with us at another mm-hmm. site that allows us to be more successful and it really matches yep. that solutions oriented approach, Paul? I want to shift a little bit and talk about uh, Greater Philadelphia. Uh, as a native to Pittsburgh, someone who's been here a little over thirty years in our Greater Philadelphia neighborhood, what's special about Greater Philadelphia from your view? Philadelphia's
1: got a lot of a lot of urban fabric and actually a lot of urban land that can still be repurposed for new buildings, and it's got a great transportation system to me. You know, like you and I are both western suburbs people. I take the train every day. So I rarely like to drive into town, and it makes it so much easier for me. And I get around town to to all of our jobs by trolley, subway, bus, or, or Uber. So, you know, Philadelphia's got a wide range of Neighborhoods for everybody We got in, in Clemens We got people on both sides of the river And you know up Doylestown And all around So it kind of brings everybody together that way So uh, Philadelphia's got a, a range of From small companies to large companies Well whether it's a good thing in the long run Converting office space to multi family So they're more you know Getting more density of population Of people living in the city of Philadelphia So it's expanding all the urban life
0: that's a really interesting observation. It's one of the things we talk about frequently at Select Greater Philadelphia. When people talk about the vibrancy that they're feeling in the city specifically, uh, a lot of folks point to this conversion of former office buildings that are now residential, and people are staying here. So the the city doesn't shut down, if you will, at five o'clock with everybody going out to you know the suburban communities to quote unquote home. They now live and work. In the same place. And uh, hence, restaurants and other kinds of shops and the vibrancy that we feel on our city streets uh, is one of the results.
1: Right. Yeah. And our office is right at 15th and Walnut. So we're right in the center of everything on Walnut Street. And it's very easy to, you know, there are a thousand places for lunch and, you know, entertaining people and seeing
0: everything. Talk with us a little bit about uh, job training. Um, You know, you mentioned you have about 50 employees today at Clemens, but you use a lot of subcontractors and a lot of partners. Um, What do you tell a young person today who's thinking about getting into the trades or a similar kind of vocational training or even an engineer who is looking to forge a path in a specific direction? Is it something that worries you? Is it something you think is a really bright future for folks um, when it comes to our workforce?
1: Right now, we just hired a couple new Drexel interns, so we kind of have a pipeline of people coming into Clemens, and and everyone gets to work their way up. We've got enough larger projects where we've got multiple layers of people on the same project, so somebody might be doing meeting minutes, shop drawings, and schedules, and they're going to work their way up. And that's how kind of how I got started. You started in, in the project engineer world, and work your way up in your assistant project manager and then you're ultimately a project manager and senior project manager so there's there's an evolution of everybody's career in construction and you know we we've been expanding we've been uh, hiring over the last two or three years so we we broaden our team and it's a very young team from that standpoint so we need to keep off-
0: offering opportunity offering a you know a great place for people to work that's great i, I want to build on that a little bit and ask you a question about the future of clemens what's your uh, vision for where you see Clemens going in the next three to five to ten years.
1: Well, I think we're comfortable doing larger jobs now, but we do need to be careful that we're trying not to become a big, the General Motors of construction. So we still want to be a small company from that standpoint. So we want to avoid some of the trappings of the bigger companies and stay stay lean. Have everyone keep their creative hats on and not feel like they're you know in a little cubby hole in a big company once you grow you've got to keep doing bigger work and we're comfortable doing it but we need to be selective about what we're doing so it's a business and it and it goes through cycles so right now we've still been in a cycle of six or eight years maybe of good work and everyone's saying okay when's the end when's the end of the cycle what's what are you going to do after apartments? So we're broadening ourselves doing high schools and student housing and other, you know, institutional work that that's that's allowing us to move
0: forward. Yeah, trying to think about what's next and anticipating the next big thing. That's smart. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I know Clemens Construction is a proud member of GBCA. Uh, I'm not sure how involved you may be directly with the team there, but wanted to just ask um, how much you interact with them and the value that a GBCA provides, not just Clemens, but the construction and trades uh, industry overall.
1: We're all very active with GBCA. So I, from a couple aspects of, we're tied in from a labor relations standpoint. So there are contract negotiations that Ben and and the and the team cake care, of, but we're involved in safety. We're involved in training. We're involved in community work that GBCA does. So we're very active. Steve Popper's been on the board of GBCA for a long time and probably used to be president. So we keep active in it, and we want to we want to stay a big participant in GBCA.
0: Talk with us a little bit about the greater Philadelphia environment for construction companies. Is it a unique place to operate? Is it a, we touched on a little bit of this, so some of this might be repetitive, but is it a a growing dynamic community? Is it, we're seeing a lot of growth right now, maybe not always that place, but maybe not always that same kind of theme that we've experienced, you know, a little dip in 08 and Certainly the 80s, as you referenced earlier, was a different time than it, than it is today. And just overall, the business climate for greater Philadelphia.
1: I think the last six or eight years has had a lot of allowed a lot of subcontractors to create a stable platform of work so that there are, you know, we might have eight or 10 electricians that can do most of our jobs or we, you know, we've essentially built a better a better system of subcontractors and kind of a better support so you're not relying on one person to do one trade so that allows us to uh, and the more and more work we're doing the more we have to spread it around a little bit so we're not relying on one person so that gives us some redundancy in, uh, in capacity, and they're all well, you know, highly qualified, well trained people that kind of know how we do business and kind of know how, how Philadelphia works to get, to get jobs done from a price standpoint and to get them done schedule wise. Great. You know, we're, all, we're all used to working with close relationships with Al and I to get inspections through. One area of the business that Ben Connors and everybody else at GBCA is hot on right now is the elevator business, is kind of our everyone's biggest thorn right now. But we've got some national companies and some smaller independents, but it's a very tough business to keep. Having our elevator people hold their schedules and get their inspections and get done and out is, is everyone's biggest challenge right now.
0: And when you say elevators, you literally mean elevators and buildings, uh, either installation Correct. or maintenance and repair. That Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Interesting.
1: Yeah, sometimes we're modernizing. Modernizations are not that critical. It's the new installations, or we'll go into an old elevator shaft and create a new elevator. So I think the elevator contractors have a challenge. I think the state inspectors are a challenge for the elevator contractors, so it's hard to control when they're going to come out and what they're going to say when they come. So I think everybody in the GBCA is trying to figure out how to get through that hurdle to smooth it out. There aren't a lot of tradesmen. It's kind of a unique trade where you can do uh, elevator Constructors do electrical work. They kind of do iron work. They do put cabs together. They do a lot of different things, so they're unique people. And frankly, if I was going to go into a trade, I'd go pick that. But to the extent that they don't have thousands of them, it's harder to get these jobs done right now. So I think the elevator trade is a a tough hurdle right now.
0: Paul Horning, Vice President, Pre-Construction for Clemens Construction Company. Thanks for joining us on Growing Greater Philadelphia. Thank you very much. This segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to us by the Commercial Banking Division of Citizens Bank. You know, the Citizens Bank team, they bring practical financial experience and deep industry expertise to each banking relationship. To learn how Citizens can help your company reach its full potential, visit CitizensBank.com backslash commercial. And be sure to check out all of our podcasts at Radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. to Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia.